All right, here we go. Hey, welcome to Stay at Home Dad's podcast. Your host, Justin, here. So thank you for tuning in. I had quite the lovely and very busy weekend. My wife had a little girl's trip. She took from last Friday to Tuesday, um, went to Florida and had a little fun. So I was 100% Mr. Dad, single dad all weekend. And I'm actually pretty good at this stuff now, especially since I've been a stay-at-home dad now for like two and a half years. Uh, Cooking's easy, planning stuff, easy, even corralling two kids to go run errands and not lose anybody in the grocery store isn't so bad anymore. I even handled a dental appointment with total ease. I was quite impressed. I think I got this down, so. But yeah, before I pat myself on the back too much, yes, this is my only job. This is my only point of focus. So I really could not imagine doing this regularly and working. So juggling both of those, that would be really hard. And before I was a stay-at-home dad, I would have been scared shitless to take care of two kids for five days on my own. I'll be totally honest. I would be nervous and quite freaked out. And I'm not sure if this is normal in a lot of households or not, but when I worked every day, I didn't do much cooking. I probably didn't do a whole lot of cleaning. And, uh, I didn't really do much parenting. I spent maybe two and a half hours, three hours a day with my kids. So that versus now, it's quite a contrast. But anyways, I had the girls to myself. Actually even had a little football party, a little get together on Sunday as well. Some of my friends came over, brought their kids. It was really nice. A lot of work, but it was good. Even though my TV is small, my food spread Well, it's even smaller. Uh, You can really tell who does the planning in my house when it comes to parties or get-togethers, and that would be my wife, because I did not do a whole lot. But I did make a pot of chili, and I had a veggie tray, so that's something, right? And the kids destroyed the house. I mean, that's totally normal, I guess. Um, There were eight of them or so, so it's just bound to happen. Toys upstairs all over, toys downstairs, food stuff all over drawings and papers and whatever else they were into was everywhere but it was good I didn't hound on anybody kind of let the girls do what they want to do with their friends Um, so it was good I don't usually have people over at my house not sure if it's a Vegas thing or not but in Vegas we hardly knew our neighbors we really kind of stuck to ourselves I mean, we had like a group of friends that we hung out with, but we never hosted a lot of parties. We never had really big gatherings at our house very often. But here, it seems very common. And maybe that's just the Midwest lifestyle, but it's it's good. I like it. But this weekend's experience kind of got me thinking. The whole creating relationships, new relationships with people as an adult, um, getting out of your comfort zone. It's hard as an adult to make new friends, especially a guy like myself. I don't work. I don't have that pool of people around me all the time to get to know every day and talk to you constantly. And I actually read somewhere that adult friendships tend to really dwindle after the age of 25. I guess because people are out of college by then. They may separate from their college friends and then people are getting married and having kids and all that stuff. 
And I know that my wife and I even noticed that dwindling when we had kids back in Vegas. I think people just start to assume, oh, they had a baby. Oh, they have two kids now. They can't come out. Oh, they probably don't want to come and do this or that. A lot of assuming. And it happens. I mean, we're still friends with a lot of people out there, but it doesn't seem as close as it once was. That is a fact. And it seems as we get older, the people that we do meet, sometimes their friendship tank, in a way, is full. They have their core group of friends already. It's kind of hard to penetrate that. Maybe childhood friends or college friends or work friends or whatever. And that's what we were fully expecting when we moved out here to the Midwest, since that was kind of our experience in Nevada. But we were quite wrong. We moved out to our current neighborhood, uh, a new neighborhood, and there were a lot of families here around our age, kids in the same age ballpark, and it was just a really nice surprise. I think the first couple of months here, we were invited over to get to know people and hang out with people, and it's just slowly grown since then. And I think that also really helped too, is moving to a brand new neighborhood and not an old established neighborhood. So all the neighbors here are new and they're in the same boat that I'm in. They're meeting new people and trying to reach out and get to know everyone. So that definitely helped. It is still work though. When people meet under the regular circumstances, conversations come a little more fluidly. And I think that's because maybe you're in the same field of work, you clearly enjoy what you do, and there's already kind of that common bond there. So I just try to really put myself out there. I'm a blue collar guy. I didn't go to a big name college. I don't have a bachelor's degree. And I'm totally fine with that. Not ashamed at all. Actually, maybe a little proud of it, and that's fine. But when people get into the college talk or talk about college or sports or rivalries, I'm just kind of like, uh, and I can't really build on that type of conversation because I don't know college teams. I don't know rivalries and, and stuff like that. Hence why I'm watching more football, trying to learn uh, a few more things that other people may be into to help me with that aspect. I mean, not everyone is into cars, classic cars, uh, motorcycles, trucks, diesel stuff, construction, like I am, or how my background is. And I don't want to be that guy hanging out and all he talks about is that stuff and people just don't care. It's fine for a bit, but people don't want to hear about diagnosing a diesel truck or some classic abandoned car that I saw behind a barn on Tuesday. So I'll try to verse myself a little bit in some football and sports and other things and really try to do my part and meet in the middle, I guess. So yeah, we're starting to, like I said, get a lot of friends here. It's building. It's nice. A lot of us don't know each other 100% yet. We're very friendly and we're, we're getting there. We're building on that. But it's not like someone that you have known for 10 years or something like that. But I do have some that are really trying, making that effort to hang out and get to know me and my family, and it really speaks volumes. I mean, no one's living the same story, right? We're all different people, so it just takes time to find and make those really great connections. And like I said earlier, it took us almost 10 years to become close with our neighbors when we lived in Nevada. So 
that's moving leaps and bounds here in the Midwest compared to what it was like out there. And it's like that saying goes, um, would you rather have 10 great friends or 10,000 acquaintances? That is a saying, right? I don't know. But then with some people, you get into this weird dance where you're super cool towards each other, some driveway chat, talking about neighborly things or what's going on, but then you're in your mind thinking about, oh, this guy seems like he'd be fun to hang out with. And Jesus, am I, am I trying to date this dude? <laughs> then you have to commit, right? You get to that committal point to make the move, take it up to the next level, end of the driveway and you're chatting and you, you just have to throw it out there and be like, so man, you want to get a beer? Or maybe something like, hey, we should get the wives together, go out to dinner. And then you're waiting there on pins and needles like you just asked some chick to prom. I don't know. Am I the only one that thinks like this? I don't know. I sure hope not. Hey, bro, this is moving way too fast for me. It does make it quite a bit easier when you have kids, that is for sure. Kids play, they have extra activities. It kind of brings them together. For me, it's school and gymnastics, swimming, other stuff that my girls are into. And they're shy. My kids are shy, but... They seem to find common interest quite easily with other kids. And they go off and play with the neighborhood girls. And then we meet these other parents and people. And then you continue to build more relationships that way. And I'm not saying that everyone we meet is going to stay in our lives forever. Or we're going to be best friends with these people. My good friend Bob, who is quite a bit older than I am. So he's a little more wise. He would always tell me and my wife that we'll meet people very easily built around things with our kids and that'll be the commonality with some people and then when our kids are not into those same activities or sports or whatever then you probably won't see nearly as much of those people or friends anymore and that's just the kind of way that it works sad maybe but true we won't be friends and stay friends with everyone i think throughout all the various people i'll meet a lot will come and go but there will be some special ones that will stay, especially if we continue to live in this area for a long time. I definitely think that'll help keep close relationships. I do kind of find it funny, though, how we treat our kids with this stuff, too. We always say, go, 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 go play with those random kids or go bring them to a place like a park or something and meet up with people and just tell your kids to just just go play together. And our kids are probably like, what the f***, dad? Really? Just go play with some random-ass kid? Are you nuts? Yeah. For some reason, I think that that's what my girls would say if they were teenagers. They'd be like, hell no, I'm not doing that. But we do that with them, yet us as parents would never, in our right minds, go to some place and just talk to some random person like that. In the grocery store. Ah, hey man, I see you got some eggs in your cart. I have eggs. I love eggs. You want to be best friends now? Or at, like, the boat dealer. Ah, I see you like boats. I, too, like boats. Can we be buddies? Like, I don't know. You get the point. What? Did we just become best friends? Yep! It's kind of ridiculous when I say it like that as an adult, right? But it is really like this. In our age, trying to meet new people, it can be tough, awkward. You know, I couldn't really imagine dating, being single and dating at almost 40 years old. I don't even know what I would do. I don't even know how Tinder works. Do you swipe up or down? Or what's the other one? Bumble or Rumble or Tumble or something like that? I don't know. I met my wife in a bar, and I don't, I don't know if people do that anymore. What's the, what's the new standard protocol? Is uh, 
Is hitting on women still allowed? Can I even call it that? Sounds like I'm saying a bad word, hitting on a woman. It sounds, sounds like that could be on the chopping block. Dating at 40 would be like nothing when I was 20. We would all go around dating in our 40s knowing exactly what we want, and if it didn't look good from the start or there was something red flaggy, people would just cut it immediately and be like, hey, I'm looking for A, B, and C, and you don't fit that, so bye. Oh, you don't like cats? Goodbye. Oh, you don't like broccoli? Goodbye. Oh, you drive a Prius? Goodbye. I don't know. I'm just glad I don't have to deal with that. I really am. I'll just stick to making friends and building those relationships. So, Okay, so what have we learned here today? Well, nothing, really. You just listen to me talk. Okay, hold on. Wait. I just Googled quick just to uh, check something out. And I googled making friends as an adult. And one of the first sites to pop up was something that talked about friendship apps. There are friendship apps? I had no idea. Okay, this is a quote. It says, since you're already using Tinder, what's one more app on your phone? Uh, well, I'm not on Tinder. And smartphones were not even around when I was dating my wife. So that is not accurate. And this article goes on to talk about that you are not alone in the quest to build relationships. It was easier when we were kids because people were always around us talking about it. Our parents and stuff were always talking about it. How good it was for the developing kid to have those strong bonds. So that's why it worked out that way. Well, we're adults now and no one is talking about making friends anymore. And it's right. I'm not the only one trying to create strong bonds with friends I have. I know many people probably are. Like I said, one of my friends has actually been really making an effort to hang out and get to know me and create something. So I think we're all kind of going through the same thing or we have at some point in our lives. This goes on to talk about deepening your casual connections. People you work with or parents of other kids or in schools or activities, take that next step and try to grow those little relationships. Find a common interest or, or a hobby or a passion and just really put yourself out there. It talks about quality, not quantity, like I mentioned earlier. You want 10 or you want 10,000? You know, I just really want what they had in How I Met Your Mother. Have you seen that show? Core group of friends, they hang out all the time, they really know each other, they sit in a bar all the time, that sounds great. And just that bond seems really awesome. I know a lot of them inter sleep with each other. I don't need that, but the rest of it sounds great. Or friends, I guess, too. Coffee shop sounds nice. We just hang out at a coffee shop every day. I think that's about the only difference between those two shows was coffee or beer, really. Anyways, do it. Put yourself out there. They say having close friends is good for your health. Immune system reduces stress. So be open about it. Be ready to try some new things and accept those invites and commit to them. I know it's super easy to be a recluse and shut in and stay home and watch Law and & Order and bail on plants. I know, because I've done it. A lot. So don't do that. Sometimes it feels good to not interact with people, but it's not good for you. There are people all around you. You just got to open up and look. I even met a guy that runs my gym and he seems like a really cool dude. We've got kids that are around the same age, and we kind of chat and talk quite often at the gym, so maybe there's something there, and they just kind of pop up, and you just got to look out for them. 
And if you're moving to, scope out and prospect different neighborhoods. Look at the people living there. Are there playsets around? Are there kids playing around your kids' ages? If so, then there's a good chance that there's going to be people your age, and that should be a reason to potentially move to a certain neighborhood or place. Okay, probably kind of a shorter show today. That's about all I got. Um, oh, one thing I did want to mention is Veterans Day is this week. So happy Veterans Day to the vets out there. My brother-in-law for one. I've got a grandfather, also a vet. So thank you for your service and everything you sacrificed. Us as Americans appreciate it more than you will ever know. Also, I always see a lot of vets wearing caps, wearing hats and stuff that usually indicate the war they were in or something. So be on the lookout for that. And if you see one, maybe maybe thank one of them. I think they would really appreciate hearing it. Okay, so thanks for listening to Stay at Home Dad's podcast. Please rate, review, uh, subscribe, share, all that jazzy stuff. Vegas Raymer on Instagram or podbean.com if you want to message me. And lastly, like always, you can hear this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Spotify. And I will talk to you next week.